Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. Joining me today is fan favorite Ian Dixon and uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about stuff. I've got a list of things. It's been a while. We're potting on Martin Luther King Day in the bright sun. Kyle's enjoying the Beautiful window. Beautiful sunny Hamtramck. Yeah. You're, are you enjoying that, uh, the rays, the warmth? It's nice, yeah. And getting a little bit of that seasonal effective business creeping in with the the grays we've been having. But So it's nice to see the sun Yeah, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we got the big open window to enjoy it with. Yeah. So if you hear reflections in our voices in the mic... It's not just, it's not just mic placement. It's also joy placement mm-hmm. when I consider putting mics down for the podcast. So is this what you do? You just post up by windows during the during the winter? Is that your uh, clinical advice for people? Be- I mean, if if you get a day like today, yeah. Okay, but not when it's been, gray. Yeah, that doesn't help. That's no good for anybody. Would like there's a lot of marijuana growing mm-hmm. stores. Popping up, what with growing marijuana being legal in Michigan. Yeah. Um, do you think if you set up like a grow in your house, but instead of marijuana, you put a couch, you know, and you just make sure you sit in your couch mm. X hours a day, get your sun, your UVs. Um, like indoor tanning? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like a little less strong so it doesn't give you the cancer? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... There are uh, there are lights you can buy that are supposed to simulate like sunlight, but they're just like low level. Maybe we should just step it up. Go medical. Mm-hmm. This stuff keeps plants alive in closets. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can do that, of course it should be able to help a human being, right? I mean, perhaps I don't know. You know that just that hum of that that grow operation. Mm-hmm. We don't have to just talk about treating yourself like a plant. Mm. Although, when I drink water, Mm. I feel like I'm watering myself. Yeah. Because I always forget to drink water most of the day. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I haven't had any water. So I take like a liter or two liters of water. And I just like stand in the middle of a room and down it. (laughs) And it's like afterwards, I'm hyperventilating. And like, I can feel my insides like accepting Mm. the hydration. Like, I can feel where I was dry as a desert in my body. Yeah. And it just becomes restored. Like a like watering a plant. Mm-hmm. So, I water myself. So, I think maybe I'm onto something with the by agricultural grade grow lights. Sure. Yeah, it's good to take care of our basic needs. And vitamin D from sunlight is one of those. So, yeah. Go out, buy a lighting system, get a sprinkler. Mm-hmm. install those in your living room, you'll have a better life. And also work on those inner turmoil problems. Make sure you figure out the drainage before you turn the sprinkler on in your house. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you may be well watered, but if you're standing in, if you're standing in two inches of flood water within your home, mm-hmm. watching all your possessions crumble before you, you will have less of a good time than and if you... have a mold problem. Yeah. Oh, black mold, then you'll die. Yeah. And by all accounts, <laughs> people don't like death. <laughs> Generally not. Yeah. You know. Well, some people do. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> we, have, we have a book um, by, one could say, um, a fledgling writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps local. Perhaps not. I'm not going to say. What was it that caught your eye about it? Well... It immediately brought to mind episode one of Scott Cast, where we talked about mm-hmm. the movie Necromantic. Yeah. Did a little B-movie review of that. Mm-hmm. Because it's called Necromantica. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to dox it. Okay, so here's the weird thing. And you know what? If the guy wants to call in and explain. If he happens to listen to Scott Cast yeah. and gets that mad about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fine book. It's fine print. I'll say that. But it's called Necromantica, and you discovered earlier that his job in his artist bio is he teaches mortuary science in more mm-hmm. or less terms. Yeah. You, that's, that's a troubling combination. Mm-hmm. Like, what's necromantic about 
being a mortuary scientist, why would they be inspired to write a tale called Necromantica? Perusing the pages, it's not quite like the Necromantic movie. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't browse it thoroughly, but I didn't see any uh, necrophilia. Yeah, <laughs> those kind of passages <laughs> tend to jump out. <laughs> it's a, it's a crazy thing way the human scans information. Mm-hmm. You know, we tend to ignore most everything we see unless something really breaks the pattern and like produces a threat. Mm-hmm. Picking up some radio. Wow. <laughs> and this is uh, an example of focus in action. Mm. Something weird came out of the airwaves, entered into our ear realm, mm-hmm. and completely broke our concentration on the cast. It is, what is, what is this thing? Hopefully I can catch it. People are having a real conversation. I don't want, I hope like we're not interrupting them. (laughs) You know, like that would be terrible. They're having this conversation. It's about asbestos as far as I can tell. It's about limiting it. Yeah, important things. And Sounds like it must be coming from this area. I wonder if they can hear us. Yeah. Who are these jackasses? (laughs) They're trying to have this important asbestos meeting and we're talking about necromantic (laughs) necrophilia. (laughs) They're just saying, and the asbestos level in the unit uh, dropped by 70% and necrophilia really just pops out off the page, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all. That's that's how broadcasting is. Mm -hmm. So overall, they interrupted us. Mm-hmm. We interrupted them. I think in both instances, our respective programs were enhanced by the interruptions. That sounds dry. That asbestos conversation meeting, yeah. important, but dry. You know, so we throw in a little necrophilia. Now they're all probably having a hoot, you know, because <laughs> I don't hear it anymore. So they must have uh, turned off the equipment. Mm-hmm. Now for us, they gave, they gave us important banter. You know, I bring bullet points to the cast, but these bullet points, they're there for when we need them. Mm -hmm. If a bullet point may arise and we catch it with our teeth like magicians. So that's the plot of Stranger Things 3 is they find uh, Russian communications Mm -hmm. with a ham radio that turn out to be... Spoilers. Spoilers turns out to be Russians. Have you seen Stranger Things? Yes. Okay, all three of them? I don't know if I made it all the way through season three. I think I got bored and went on to something else. They say it was dropped off. I've, I watched Stranger Things 1, 2, and 3 in binge mode with my mother. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't even think about not binging season three. Yeah. Man, that's got to suck to be those kids, though. Like, they base their entire acting careers on Stranger Things. One, two, knockout hits. They're untouchable. You know, sign on for season three. Of course I would. Why wouldn't I? Season three hits. It's a flop. Their careers are done. They just skipped school for the past six years. I mean, they're probably rolling in more dough than the average 16-year-old or however old they are. Yeah, but their egos aren't all inflated. And they're kids, so they're not going to spend the money right. You know? Well, they probably don't actually get a lot of it. It's probably all in a trust or something. Yeah. Their parents are just spending it on Starbucks and, yeah. and divorces. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's good to have the normal music back. What's the review on that intro music? We're a little far away from it now. Um, I don't think it has quite the magic of the original. It's still, I don't know, a little too upbeat maybe. Like the last one, yeah, last episode was too polished, too Jeopardy, mm-hmm. too TV. This one, compared to the original, it feels like we're going Christmas shopping in the 90s. That's what that music reminds me of, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we're going to go get a Turbo Man. Yeah. And right here, you're in the store. All sorts of toys everywhere, but you don't care about any of them. It's kind of like a 
circusy kind of vibe to it. I like the circus vibe. Mm-hmm. Like that that part's where you're like fighting over the Turbo Man. And that's kind of where we faded out. Because mm-hmm. I like to start with the action. And media res, Scott Cast style. <laughs> so okay. The main theme has yet to be beaten out. But you know, maybe that's what we need to do with the main theme. We need to throw some contenders at it, let yeah. it defend its title, and then we'll just slip it right back in. Mm-hmm. You know? The fans did not like the previous one. Yeah. You didn't like it. The fans didn't like it. The world just spit it back right at us. Mm-hmm. Well, right at me. You know? So, maybe there's a couple more tries in this old bag. Because we're about to hit episode 100, man. We're getting close. Right? Over the past 100 episodes... Skycast has spawned several other podcasts, feuds, topics galore. We've reviewed at least 12 books all in that one episode, but still. <laughs> You've almost died like 12 times. Yeah. What should we do for 100? Another feud? Mm-hmm. We should fly Master Charles in. Yeah. And make him and David feud. <laughs> I don't know. We've never really had Master Charles on, aside from like email bags. Right. Yeah, he's 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 did some voicemails mm-hmm. and some eccentric voices. Yeah. And I've since stopped checking the voicemail bag. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he's been crying for help. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. He's been doing his Twitch stream. He was playing the Rick and Morty game. Accounting? Which one? The virtual, virtual reality. reality. Yeah. We're, don't didn't we play a virtual reality game with uh with the with the accounting? Accounting. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's called accounting, and it's a virtual reality game, Rick and Morty style. I guess it's not Rick and Morty. It was just made by the Rick and Morty guy. Like Trover saves the universe. I don't think so. It's called accounting. Accounting. Yeah, that's what the game's called. I don't remember that. Like, you enter the universe, and the game menu is like this future world where they're they're like, welcome to accounting. And like, it's a big giant logo, and it's over your head, and you're a small person. And then all of a sudden, like, the logo catches fire, and then bling comes on, and hip-hop music. Mm. So it's now accounting with bling and hip-hop music, and it's like, start game. You're like, cool. You start the game and you enter this universe where you keep putting on virtual headsets after virtual headset. Hmm. So you're in a universe where you're you're an accountant, I suppose, and you want to escape from being an accountant all day. So hmm. while you're at work, you slip on the VR headset and you're in VR space in your cubicle. Hmm. And now you're in a different VR world. And within this VR world, there are challenges and stuff like that. But there are also other VR headsets. So eventually it becomes like a deep onion of VR worlds. Mm. And you I must destroy them all. One. Okay. Now, let's do something good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little note of praise for a local Hamtramck institution. No more positive punishment. We're actually going positive. Positive reinforcement, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Priority Dumpster Rental Hamtramck. That's the company name. Yeah. Awarded service honors by the National Real Estate Network. Huh? Service honors. Company was recently awarded top honors for quality service in Hamtramck. That's right. The most prestigious business in Hamtramck is the dumpster business. And we've been playing into this this whole cast. Yeah. You know? If you've been listening to ScottCast, you know that our Hamtramck Avengers very specifically only cause violence, well, for the most part cause violence, by tackling people into one of our famous Hamtramck dumpsters. Almost. Nope. This is a train wreck. There you go. Damn it. (laughs) There we go. That was just that was just me getting steam out. <laughs> I will say, of all the sounds on the soundboard, the one that like 
like I bet you could track it with my heart rate. Mm-hmm. Calms me down the most. It's like, ah, oh, I'm frustrated. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> you know, just release the tension. Just need a solid dumpster hit. Yeah. You Back know, on track. Yeah, and that's what priority dumpster rental is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you need that solid dumpster hit, priority dumpster rental Hamtramck. <laughs> Give you a hint of that hit of that dumpster anywhere you need. Yeah. You know, when I saw that, that priority dumpster rental Hamtramck is one of the best businesses in Hamtramck. All I could think is this makes total sense. It's like finding out about Wayne Industries in Gotham City. Mm -hmm. Priority dumpster rental Hamtramck is purely a front organization for the Hamtramck Avengers themselves. They've also got dumpster sizes ranging from 10 cubic yards to 40 cubic yards. You know how many perps you can tackle with a 40 cubic yard dumpster? A lot. Like a whole football team of perps. (laughs) (laughs) A rental dumpster service is the perfect front for Hamtramck Avengers. Because they need dumpsters around if they're going to handle criminals. They're going to tackle them against something. What better front to have than a service that places dumpsters conspicuously conspicuously anywhere yeah it makes perfect sense like it's it's not flashy like right now they're probably having a field day because this is the first time hamtramck priority dumpster hamtramck has been in the news at all Mm -hmm. like this is the most coverage they've got and now they're on a podcast their cover is practically blown they've got timely delivery and pickup so if you need a dumpster somewhere, just be like, yo, we need a dumpster over there. Like how timely do you think they could be? Do you think like we can get them to put a dumpster across the street, <laughs> like within pod? <laughs> <laughs> we'll live pod it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, they're pulling up. <laughs> we'll get we'll 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 call them right now. Party dumpster Randall Hamtramck, come in. Party dumpster Randall Hamtramck, come in. I wonder if that's who we uh Tapped into earlier when they were talking about asbestos removal. Of course. That's exactly what it was, probably. They're <laughs> trying to intercept our transmissions because they know we're on to the Hamtramck Avengers. Mm. They know we're crafting this narrative. And they're like, Ugh, we can't have this thing blow up like like a, like a, like a Marvel superhero. Yeah. It would ruin us. Got to keep it on the down low like Wayne Enterprises, right? Yeah. You know, they're very... Uh, Inconspicuous. Mm -hmm. And well, they're very conspicuous. That's the main (laughs) (laughs) that's the main thing about them, really. It's very conspicuous that uh they're everywhere in Gotham City, Mm -hmm. particularly Gotham City. And Goth Gotham's Batman particularly has a lot of Wayne industry tech. Mm -hmm. Like, why don't they audit Wayne Wayne Industries more often if like they're really after the Batman? You'd think it would be like a common secret, like uh, like Tony Stark in the Avengers or something like that, mm-hmm. where they it's just kind of known. Yeah, Batman mythos. <laughs> There's like a million versions of the story where people know Batman's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, they do that. They they set up a Joker story where the Joker has always known Batman is Bruce Wayne, like from the first time they encountered each other. Mm-hmm. It's just that. It ruins the fun for him when he has an identity besides Batman. So he just chooses not to act on it. Yeah. Even through all his nefarious planning. Who gives a shit anyway if it's like a big secret? Like, I never really understood the uh, the alter ego. I mean, there's the case that being a vigilante is illegal. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, mean I, I guess there's portions of movies where that's like a problem for title superhero but like if you were in general people people like it right yeah in general people like heroes yeah people who stop crime yeah but in suppose and batman never killed anybody it's not like he's going out there all boondock saints and shit it's a weird moral code though with the batman not killing i'm gonna get back to the question <laughs> i have but it's a weird moral code just not killing 
mm-hmm. when you're willing to cripple people for life, mm-hmm. you know, break and enter, steal government data, blow them up. um and basically run ramshot over the justice system itself Mm -hmm. like i choose who's important to go after kind of thing yeah and you know in the comics let's be honest he picks good targets Mm -hmm. yeah maybe he should go after the joker you know he's got he's got a city held up with gas but let's be real that moral code it's flimsily written at best Mm mm-hmm you know, it's no Hammurabi, as they say. But Ian Dixon, mm-hmm. if you were to be driven by the need to, like, tackle perps against dumpsters, mm-hmm. say, people stealing tip jars, mm-hmm. and, like, you're just driven, you have the resources, you have the time and the energy to do it on a nightly basis, you start. Do you want credit? No. Do you want to avoid credit? Not necessarily. Okay. So you don't broadcast, but you don't attach a name tag. Yeah. Because that's the thing with the superheroes is mm-hmm. they put on the gaudy outfits. Mm-hmm. They get a theme and they do every single thing a corporate business does to brand and market themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have pamphlets and toys. <laughs> so they're really just narcissists. They're really just narcissists. The alter ego it's 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 i don't feel like it's about protection mm-hmm. it's about i want to build a whole new version of me that's superior and better a fresh blank slate with that clean moral code mm-hmm. you know that that perfectly coiffed hair the badass car the synced up wardrobe so bruce wayne he's kind of already accomplished that level of like recognition in his private life well he didn't accomplish it he's inheritance well (laughs) don't get me started on that (laughs) (laughs) but i mean he's got he's got all this power and fame and whatever fortune and like presumably that's what he's after with batman too but in just as a different uh like he needs he needs to be recognized and loved and famous and successful twice yeah (laughs) like let's do this again (laughs) let's do it but on hard mode now (laughs) yeah he's that video gamer that plays it on hard and then plays it on legendary yeah just to prove it Mm -hmm. you know i don't know but maybe i think i think the story does it in a way like uh the reason why batman needs to be known and that he adopts the bat persona is he wants to create a legend that is feared amongst crime, mm-hmm. theoretically suppressing it, which obviously never does suppress it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a comic that's been hun- like going on for hundreds of years. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, fine. 100 years. It's like been 100 years of Batman, man. Has it really been that long? I think so. At least like, if not like 90, 80 minimum. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of Batman. I would have thought thought it was like, yeah, 20s, 30s. 2020. Yeah. It's coming up. Like, I don't think it's at 100, but like the 100th celebration is like tomorrow or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'd Google it, but we're potting, man. Yeah. Screw actual information. That's right. If it's really needed, I'll do a little voiceover being like, the information we were looking for is this. But I'm not going to do that because it's never necessary. Did we get rid of that uh, that Google sound? I, I accidentally on the did. The, I accidentally deleted that. Okay. But well, it wasn't a great segment. There's no looking things up now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the background music for it. <laughs> so you know, we're just going off our memory now, and mm-hmm. that's it's better. It's better for the pod flow. Mm-hmm. It's good for pod flow. I need to come up with a glossary, though, of all the pod definitions. Mm-hmm. You know, pod flow, pod mode, pod space. Mm. Pod space is good. When you're in pod space, you know it. When you're out of pod space, it's uncomfortable. Mm. It's, it's like, where are we? Things are disjointed. But once you're into pod space, you're pretty much living a cartoon. Or being succumbed by, by uh, no being taken over by an energy 
far greater than your own, willfully, a lot like those people who go to those clubs in the middle of the night do, you know, with the whips and the zippers. Mm. <laughs> I don't know it's too, why it's those two things. <laughs> I need to pick two things that identify these people without saying it specifically. Whips and zippers. <laughs> Talking about that Necromantica crowd? Uh, a step below Necro. <laughs> <laughs> like, just the just the crowd that happens to really enjoy leather, particularly. Mm. Why leather? Like, that's the weird thing about, like, like the sexual fetishism mm-hmm. is the way, like, there seems to be a spectrum, and there's, but there seems to be, like, hard groups within the spectrum. And, like, that one group... Who likes all the all the heavy stuff? Mm-hmm. Likes leather with it. Yeah, it's got to have leather involved. Like, what's what's inherently anything about leather that puts it in that group? Just because it's black? I don't know. Maybe texture, but I don't find leather particularly comfortable. It's not particularly comfortable. You think? But I guess for them, but it's comfort's not the point. I don't know. It's easy to clean. <laughs> it's easy to clean. <laughs> Just wash it down with a hose. <laughs> it's got a good patina of years of, um, you know, use. Know. That might not even be true. I don't know how to clean leather. I th- I think it's easier to clean. I mean, it's it's basically. I mean, it's it's smooth. You think it would wipe off easy, but it also like expands and contracts with uh, moisture. So well, you don't want to soak it yeah. probably. But I imagine you can like Windex it. <laughs> Perhaps I don't know. You know, a little light scrubbing. You know, it should be able to take up. Like people, bikers wear it for motorcycling. Yeah. So it's tough. Yeah. And it's protective. Maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe. You know, like I wonder if they're looking at like vanilla folk mm-hmm. being like. Why don't they like leather? Maybe. How do they know when they're in the mood? <laughs> How is it possible? This has been the sex talk portion <laughs> of Scottcast. Where you get all your cool we're like we're like if Dr. Ruth didn't know anything. <laughs> we we give Dr. Ruth her credibility. Yeah. But this does bring to mind an interesting topic we're planning to discuss. Okay. Some lit, some uh, a litigious man. There's a few mm. litigious topics mm. I want to talk about. This one comes from a deaf man mm-hmm. who sued Pornhub for not using captions on their videos. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can sue for that. That's the thing is like auto-generating but, text, it's expensive. It's yeah. like a penny a minute and... With a rate Pornhub uploads a video, it would literally cost, like, I think YouTube has a stat that uh, they have 400 hours of um, video uploaded every minute. Mm-hmm. Pornhub, it's probably 4,000. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like, I, yeah, I think, uh, I think all peoples should be um, represented in all forms of media, porn included. So, there should be some thought to hearing impaired or vision impaired. I don't know how that would work, but yeah, whatever. If you're out there, you you need some porn probably. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine if you're deaf, you need porn. <laughs> so if we need closed captions, just like create a something to like throw in like Google searches. And probably most of them will be sexual. Some of them might be weird, but I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't imagine there's a lot of like actual dialogue in porn. I mean, maybe for some, but sometimes the story makes sense. Like, you need to hear it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, why are these two there? You know, and maybe for like the people who, you know, they don't get a lot of social interaction in that way. Mm-hmm. One reason or another. They just want to enter a world where they do get that interaction, you know? And just watching people mime it, it literally points out to you how excluded you are. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the most intimate of moments. And you can't even enter voyeuristically 
into their world because they're saying something like, <laughs> and you don't even know what it is. Yeah. You imagine it's fuck me harder because there's about four things people say during sex, I imagine. <laughs> but still, you want to know what it is and you yeah. want to feel included. And if you're at the most vulnerable point of your day, Mm-hmm. You know, where you're looking to the internet for for social warmth, mm-hmm. a most cursed task, and you're only confronted with the very essence of your uh, disconnect from people. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to argue for this man. I'm trying to make sure he wins his lawsuit. Because yeah. I want to see closed captions. Why not? They're fun. Sometimes they get it wrong, but sometimes they get it right really good. Like there's, like when a closed captions have to describe a sound, that is when they shine, <laughs> you know, like Brendan Fraser's on it. And then for the sounds described and it's like giggles nervously <laughs> and you're just watching Brendan Fraser giggle nervously. Yeah. You know, and with Pornhub, there's probably lots of sounds that they could describe and they just need to describe the sound mm-hmm. like asterisk Bed creaking dangerously. Asterisk dog in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so asterisk clearly fake. <laughs> I don't want to get into like porn production. Of course. But <laughs> porn consulting, <laughs> you will. <laughs> what if there was uh if someone decided to make a porn with like uh American Sign Language. Like, uh, so how are they getting off? Are they just, like, are they doing all the motions with the... I don't know. We would have to consult a a hearing impaired person and see what what sex is actually like for them. Do they sign during it? Oh, that's a good thought. Like, maybe it's just like a webcam. I mean, it's not like they're not capable of making noises. It's just... And I guess if you were that close to someone, you could feel the noise... Right? Yeah, so for deaf porn, it's just like, turn the volume up all the way. (laughs) Put it against yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or just put your cell phone on vibrate. Same effect. (laughs) You know? I think think this guy's got a case. I think representation is important. So maybe someone can look into that and either make very loud porn or <laughs> uh, porn with with American Sign Language. Yeah, like a girl talking dirty. Yeah, the can- like the girl doesn't even have to like be undressed or anything, or be an otherwise lewd. Like if you're a normal person mm-hmm. seeing this video outside of the Pornhub ecosystem, mm-hmm. like besides a few sultry glances, you shouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, it's a video like that, which means deaf people can watch porn in public. This guy is pursuing the wrong action. <laughs> he should be advocating more sign language porn so he can get his porn on all the time, more accessibly than others. And then we get to sue Pornhub for not making a sign language for hearing people. <laughs> like language? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like language that you can only tell it's language if you're watching the video. Mm-hmm. Something. <laughs> but then we'd have a stake in it. We could sue. Maybe. You want to you want to put your name on that lawsuit? No. Like I mean, there's also like headphones and things like that that you could you could watch porn anywhere if you wanted to, but how about this? How about this? Not recommended. How about this situation, Ian Dixon? Okay. Let me test your let me test your metal here. Mm-hmm. A lawyer comes up to you, trustworthy, has all the documents, he everything he's saying. Trustworthy lawyer? This particular <laughs> individual. <laughs> Has all the trust science to know what he's saying, at least, okay. is true. They're pursuing some class action suit against the porn industry. Mm-hmm. And specifically saying, like, the people who can hear and see are not represented by the sign language porn they're starting to produce. Mm-hmm. Put your name on this petition, you can get $1,000 a month for a year. No. All you have to do is put your name on it, and it's like guaranteed thousand bucks a month a year. And uh, it's like I don't, and, I don't want to be a part of that. And like all it's really saying is I want I want a sign language for the hearing that's only sexual. 
I mean, it's such, such a convoluted premise, but it is public record. I mean, that's like, that's some white people shit. Right, but like you could use that twelve grand, you know. Yeah, we I could, could all use. I could use, use twelve grand, but I don't. We know, could all use that. That's not how I'm going to do it. <laughs> you and your pride, man. <laughs> Every time the porn industry offers you money, you just <laughs> say no. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so, in other liturgy news, lit- mm-hmm. liturgy, liturgy word, litigious, yeah, litigious news. Um, a man going through a divorce, trying to get custody of his kids, heated legal battle, emotional. This is my favorite. That's my favorite. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, his wife's lawyer and his wife's team really dragging this guy through the dirt, mm-hmm. really giving it hard, you know, divorce cases, they get ugly. So he has an interesting way to settle it. He files, I think, by himself. (laughs) (laughs) No lawyer would stand behind it. Yeah, no lawyer is involved in the drafting, I don't think. (laughs) But uh, he wants to settle the custody dispute once and for all, real clean, real quick, real simple, through a Japanese-inspired sword fight. A duel. The lawyer can stand in for the wife, so he's not like going in like, I want to stab my wife with a sword mm-hmm. that's problematic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is saying though that there's precedence mm-hmm. as early as new york in the 1800s where cases like this civil cases can be settled with a duel mm-hmm. you know and he chose japanese sword play probably because he's a nerd he's in kansas by the way <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah I actually think he's onto something. There's so many frivolous lawsuits out there that just shouldn't eat, like they're getting settled for millions of dollars completely disproportionately. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I I cut my nail at your salon mm-hmm. and then you get a million dollars for life from the salon. That's a stupid example. <laughs> but point is, frivolity does exist. And also point is, I don't think like lump sums of money really do anything for emotional damage. True. You know, that's probably why they're so astronomical. Mm-hmm. It's because it's like, oh, well, we need to compensate for your for your trauma on this incident. And like the only way we could do it is, is through millions of dollars because there's the deep pocket. That's all we can really think of here. Mm-hmm. But, but, free reign to be like, look, 10 minutes, killing's okay for you too. Settle it out. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a bad idea. What? Come on. But I kind of like it. Why is it a bad idea, though? <laughs> because we can't just have people settling their disputes by killing each other. But it's sanctioned, and it's protected, and mm. these people are going to be angry and discontent and unsatisfied anyway. And they're probably going to settle it out against, like, their families. Also, it's a custody dispute. So, imagine if you were a child and your parents divorced and there was all this bickering between them about who's going to get custody and blah, blah, blah. And you love both your parents and you want to have time with both of them. Yeah. And then one of them kills the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is where it gets really interesting. Yeah. Legal counsel. Mm-hmm. You hire them typically to make smarmy arguments, but now there's a whole special breed of legal counsel. As your, as your champions. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, that would be a great profession. Look, I'm the people's champion. <laughs> <laughs> I've won every case. How do you know? Because I'm still here. <laughs> so now you have to live with the parent who hired someone to kill the other parent. <laughs> well, no, kill the other parent's champion. And it's so like, it'll just be custom that you get champions. And I imagine the champion union by the time like 500 champions get killed in legal Mm -hmm. battles, will come up with their own protections. And then the law will be more like, okay, you hire your champions and they have a physical bout, but you know, we try to revive. They could have a fencing match and like no one would actually die. Yeah. 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 Something that would be fine if both sides conceded to that. 
those rules. Yeah. Okay. So we don't need outright murder. No. I think that's why we stopped doing this years and years ago. (laughs) But oh, we don't need to kill each other. It it really outright killing. I know we're throwing it out, but just as a closing Mm -hmm. statement with it, outright killing would solve a lot of problems. Well, and if it's, I guess the other problem with that is this is part of the justice system, and is that just if you can hire a champion who's like the best fencer in the world and like, Oh, I may have done these awful things, but here's my champion. Like the NFL. There's, there's, there's caps, salary Mm -hmm. caps. You can't just throw money at a champion. Mm -hmm. Like there's a public champion network, but in, in the interest of justice, that's not necessarily the best way to get a just outcome. That's what I'm saying. But it's, but it it's ends. more efficient. It's faster. <laughs> it ends it. <laughs> yes. And isn't that what justice is about? <laughs> Let's just get over this. <laughs> you know, because the legal process itself is punishing, even if even if uh, there's no no reason for you to be punished. Yeah. You know, like if you're going through it, you're being punished. It's as simple as that. This this enables like you're pissed off at somebody. Uh, they wronged you. Kick their ass. <laughs> That that should be an option. Yeah. I at mean, least. Not the default. I know I would want it to be the default. But it should be an available option to, like, if both sides consent. Like, look, this negotiating, it's going nowhere. Dual. It's a fun idea, for sure. It'll, it would settle so many social problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, I, like, I think it's mostly reserved for contract disputes mm-hmm. uh things where like that require like a mediator and negotiations it's almost entirely like business law corporate law i think it should be handled mm-hmm. you know when it gets to like the dangerous people and stuff like that yeah you don't want them you don't want them to have the option to duel right because it's like you know if if some crazy psycho like uh expert killer machine like like hitmen, mm-hmm. you know, they would never be able to get prosecuted because it's like that's their job is to do this stuff. Right. Yeah, sure. Use your shitty public defendant to throw at me. I'll just cut through them like a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Scott Cassidy, no dueling, some dueling, limited dueling, only dueling. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You are technically a, in charge of the justice system there. You know my will. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's the the ideal way to get to a just outcome if justice is the uh, the standard. I mean, what is justice, though? Like, is justice even a possibility in certain situations? Like, oh, this person's in jail forever now, but you still don't have a family. I mean, in the case of a custody battle like this story, you would assume that... Uh, Parents should have equal time unless there's some good reason for them not to. Like one of them had a history of abusing the kids or whatever. Right. Um, I don't see why that couldn't be negotiated. Obviously, they hate each other, but they still created other humans together and need to find common ground for the good of those those children, right? Maybe divorcing parents who use their children as pawns in mm-hmm. an extremely long scheme that is sure to damage them psychologically mm-hmm. should just that should be who gets punished like the justice here isn't that one of these these two people should have 50 50 time mm-hmm. it's that it's one way or the other they're ignoring the needs of their child by drawing out this dispute for for what monetary gain mm-hmm. probably That's you like know a, just a bible story is it yeah, there was like a dispute about who was, who was the real parent of an infant, and they brought them all up, and they were like, okay, um, we can't really determine who is the actual parent, so we're just going to cut it in half. Oh. And the one was like, yeah, okay. Oh, well, look at me. I'm and like, then they gave it to the one that was like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, cut it. <laughs> I like that. Like, I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like Solomon dispensing his wisdom yeah. on the pod. <laughs> I heard some weird shit about Solomon the other day. Yeah. 
I was watching a documentary on the Knights Templar. Mm-hmm. And the Knights Templar were like the Crusaders police force back then when uh when the when the Europe took over the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. And apparently the Crusaders, the the Knights Templar, took up residence in Solomon's temple. Mm-hmm. And in Solomon's temple slowly like became like a their own cult. And by the end of it all, like a couple hundred years into it. Like they were worshiping like the severed head of some random person that people think it was John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. They had initiations where they had to spit on the cross. Everything like real like Baphomet goat worshiping stuff. Yeah. This is History Channel. Same people that bring you ancient aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's, it's good information. You know, if it's not too crazy, it's probably true. <laughs> Your uh, Benjamin Franklin was into some weird sex cult over in England during the Revolution. Yeah? Oh, that must have been hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love my country. I think we should fight for independence. But my sex buddies live over there. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I know. I'll be a diplomat. That's right. <laughs> hey, George, I've got some really good relations across the pond. Wink. <laughs> Let me go see if we can settle it out. Mano y mano. <laughs> also here, Ben Franklin grew weed and hemp and drew on hemp. And that the declaration itself is a one giant rolling paper. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. They were just like, Ben Franklin, you got one of those... Fat-ass rolling papers in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How fat is, is it? Wednesday night? Bring out the Thursday night. We got a letter to write. I assume Ben Franklin went heavy on the drugs on Thursday nights. Mm. Why Thursday? It's thirsty Thursday, I don't know. Seems like a part. Wednesday's too middle of the week. Mm-hmm. You want to have a little bit of al- al- alacrity? 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 You want to have a little clearness, clarity. Yeah. And Wednesday. But Thursday, like you're getting into Friday and no one cares about Friday. Saying? Sure. Yeah. So, wow. Anyways. How we get there? <laughs> ben Franklin's in a sex cult because the Knights Templar were uh, themselves um, a cult-like group. Yes. My dad's big into this show. Uh, it, it's about the Knights Templar treasure and possibly the Holy Grail being buried in Nova Scotia, like off on an island off Nova Scotia somewhere. Mm. Like there's this guy who owns a winery in Traverse City. And he's basically hired these people to follow him around while he's digging this island up looking for the Holy Grail itself. Mm. There's a curse that says seven out of eight, seven people will die looking for the treasure before the eighth finds it. Mm-hmm. Hasn't this guy seen Indiana Jones? That was the arc, I guess, when their faces melted off. But there was no, no, the grail too. Yeah, there's a grail thing where, um, yeah, it's Sean Connery's sick. Yeah. Laying on the ground somewhere. And Harrison Ford traverses all sorts of things. And then there's this old man covered in cobwebs, a Knights Templar. Probably does sex things. (laughs) 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 And he's surrounded by gold and goblets. Mm And he's like, Harrison Ford, you must choose the Holy Grail. And if you choose wisely, good things will happen to you. If you choose poorly, well, these are all really old cups and you'll get sick and die real quick. So he had to pick, which cup would Jesus drink out of? It was like the shittiest looking one. It was the shitty cup. Yeah. Covered in cobwebs. Of course. Right? Although, I know he was a humble man, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I don't think he would drink out of a cup covered in cobwebs. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think humility is required to avoid arachnids. I don't think it had cobwebs at the time. It was he, several oh. hundred years before. Okay. Well, then curse on this holy Templar guy who has this great treasure room and limited life, and he can't find time to clean cobwebs. Like, my place has no He's cobwebs. He's got lots of weird sex stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's the last Involves Templar. leather and sign language. And <laughs> yeah. All those ceremonies and rituals take a lot longer when it's one guy doing it to himself. 
I've got some other topics. Yeah. Some litigious topics, but we are approaching the end of this podcast. Mm. And the next litigious topic is even further along the lines of uh, disparity and depravity itself. Mm. So I think we should end this one. What did we learn today, Mr. Dixon? Mm. Well, Ben Franklin might have been a part of the Knights Templar. Purely for recreational purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I'm trying to sum up everything in one and I just, uh, I can't do it. It was a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just so excited to pod, man. It's like, I think that's what happened. It's like, we didn't even cover on barely any of these bullets. We got a few liturgy topics in, but besides mm-hmm. that, I just, Entered into this thing a thousand miles per hour. We're in pod space and mm. it's been too long. And that's just what it's all about, you know, being too long. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we found out that uh, there's a lot of weird problems in the world. Different people have different experiences with like very complicated issues. And the best thing we can do is really just fight to the death. Yes. I mean, it's the quickest way. It worked for millennia mm-hmm. before. Why, why did we just abandon it? Yeah. Like, that's like the penal system abandoning um, duels mm-hmm. is a lot like us abandoning our theme song. So, and the effort to bring duels back. Next episode, we're getting the classic theme song back. Mm. Everybody likes that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Bet Ben Franklin has a lot to say about the penal system. I bet he got into politics thinking it was a different thing. (laughs) 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 All right. So that's been the ScottCast for this week. Subscribe at thescottcast.com. Give us a review in all those sites and stuff like that. You know, share us around. And uh, so, from the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, I bid the adieu. Oh. Anyways. We'll have the new one. Uh, the old one there. But yeah. anyway, yeah. See you later, Scottcastigators. Alrighty. Alrighty.